This is episode 288 of Nerds Eye View for the 9th of August. Yeah. You're Andrew. I am. I'm Jordan. Hello. And this is a special episode. It's not going to be your run-of-the-mill, normal format show. Mm-hmm. We're going to have spoilers right away, mm-hmm. so prepare for pretty much everything we talk mm-hmm. about. Darth Vader is Luke's father. Well, of course he is. Mm-hmm. I think... I think when you create a social media account on the internet now, it just pops that up to make sure you're a robot. Like, you know how they have the are you a robot test? Yeah. It's now who is Luke's father? Yeah. And it just has like four options. And the trick is one of them does say Anakin, but you're yeah. supposed to say Darth, Darth yeah. Vader. If you say Anakin, they know that you were born after 1990 yeah. something. And they, don't, and they don't let you make yeah, that Yeah, they don't account. let you on the internet because 13-year-olds aren't allowed on the internet. And if you're born in the 90s, you're 13, right? That's yeah. how, right? It's 2006. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good age test, actually. <laughs> you know exactly how old someone is by, by, by what they say. That's actually all. I never thought about that. I just That's wanted great. to... I know. I just wanted to start us off with a vintage spoiler. Yeah. Because uh, you said spoilers right away. Yeah. And then I just got stuck on this fantastic way to figure out how old someone is. Yeah. Uh, this episode of Nerds Eye View, we will be bringing you uh, uh, first... Uh, a review and discussion on the film Jason Bourne. Yep. 2016's Jason Bourne. The fifth in a series. Yep. But the fourth one with our good boy Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, then our second segment uh, will be a, a discussion on season one of Mr. Robot. Uh, that's a TV show. That's on USA. And I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because uh-huh. I watched it when it, when it was on the air and oh boy, did I want someone to talk to him <laughs> about it uh-huh. with. And I think you understand that feeling now. Yeah. And, uh, but after that, we're going to jump into Nerve. Nerve, which is a, uh, a, a thriller, I guess. An action yeah, thriller. Ac- action thriller. Well, not really action. It's more thrillery than action Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, about kids playing a dumb internet game. Right. Those darn kids. Sounds about right. There's the dumbest, smartest people that we know. Yep. And and I feel like the way we've uh, designed this bonus episode, you mm-hmm. know, our, our our hours we spent at the design table figuring yeah. out this has been in the works for like a year. Yeah, yeah, is because all of these have to do with internet and yeah, monitoring, and and yeah. I feel like these three movies, when you when you are these two movies in this TV show, are a really good look at kind of the digital age we live in. Yeah, and uh, talking about these movies is a good way to talk about how we live our lives now. And uh, uh, I wanted to mention this before uh, the end of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up uh, very soon, we will be at Comic-Con Palm Springs. Yes, we will. Uh, that is, what is that? August 28th? No, 26th, 26th to, to the, the 28th. 28th. I think so. Uh, and we will have... It's the last l- weekend of this month. Yes, and we will have a live Nerds Eye View there, which we'll put into this feed for all of you to of listen course. to. But if, you, if you're there live... That's crazy. Yeah, come and enjoy. Uh, and there'll be lots of other panels featuring other uh, Benview Network stars. Yeah. So if you can make it out, come come on down. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but without further ado, Jason Bourne. finish with you, you'll no longer be yourself. I remember. I remember everything. 
everything doesn't mean you know everything. Tell me. We've just been hacked. Could be worse than Snowden. Facial recognition got a hit. Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Why would he come back now? There's a demonstration in front of the Greek Parliament building. I think she'll use it as cover. They tracked you. We gotta move. He knows things. What if he's not coming for us? What if it's something else? I volunteered because of a lie. This is Jason Bourne. I need to talk. 32 kills. People are safer because of what you did. Jason Bourne, directed by Paul Greengrass. Yeah, he came back, right? Or did he do the fourth one? Uh, he did not do uh, the Bourne the Renner? legacy because the trick was that Matt Damon wouldn't come back unless Paul Greengrass directed it. And so I believe he did not direct the legacy. That makes sense. Because they wanted, uh, they wanted to be a pair. That's really cool. But yeah, uh, he's coming back. Uh, what did he do? He, he did Captain Phillips was his last film. Oh. Uh, which I wasn't super into. Yeah, I didn't even realize that was him. And it didn't feel like a Paul Greengrass movie. Yeah. It just didn't. But that's how it goes. But this, this kind of follows... Um, yeah, that was Tony Gilroy mm-hmm. on uh, the last Bourne movie, The Bourne yeah. Legacy. Uh, which was, yeah, Bourne Legacy was Jeremy Renner. It was kind of a one-off. It was kind of showing that others have been trained in the same yeah. way as Bourne. Kind of what's going uh, on with the rest of the other programs. Because you always yeah. hear about the other programs mm-hmm. in these in these Bourne movies, yeah. but you never really see them. Well, and I believe it was it was kind of implied that it was a program that was very heavily tied to whatever, um, what was Bourne's Treadstone. program called? Treadstone. Treadstone. Because in, in Bourne Legacy, there's a moment where Jeremy Renner's character looks at like a, a board in a in a safe house or something and mm-hmm. Jason Bourne scratched his name into it. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you know, showing that they are connected in a right. stronger way than normal. Uh, but this one kind of just like picks up running. He, Jason Bourne's just out there in the world trying to hide, you know, and, uh, but he can't because his, there's a lady there. Yeah. It's interesting the way this movie starts because, uh, we kind of have all the, the like, weird espionage stuff and then we've got jason Bourne on the side basically punishing himself yeah. for the life he's led because mm-hmm. um, he finally remembers everything it still comes in 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 you know 
starts and, and you know sputtering mm-hmm. along he doesn't have a perfect memory but he's mm-hmm. he's starting to recall everything mm-hmm. and um and this really delves into yeah he remembers the choices he made but maybe they're not maybe he didn't he didn't realize why he was making yeah, those yeah, choices yeah, yeah. And yeah, um, I thought it was very interesting that they could like bring in his dad. Like right. that could become a big, like a whole thing because yeah, now it's like, oh yeah, he it. has a life that yeah. we didn't know about because he didn't know who he was for three movies. Yeah, and he knew that his dad was an analyst in the CIA, but he didn't know. I mean, we find out in this movie he was the head of Treadstone. Yeah, he kind of pioneered and designed the program. Yeah, and when they found out that uh, that uh, they were looking at his son mm. for the program, he wanted to kind of call it quits and, yeah. and blow the whistle and stop everything because mm-hmm. he didn't want his son to go through because he designed it. I mean, he understood yeah. how how much it was going to change somebody. And uh, and that's kind of the root of everything. That's that's where everything kind of comes out of, the the, mm-hmm. the impetus for everything. We've got our uh, Julia Stiles character that is, that is kind of in a Snowden position mm-hmm. and they even name quote Snowden. Uh, this could be bigger than Snowden. Bigger than Snowden. And um, and she's trying to expose what the government's doing mm-hmm. and how they've got this kind of black ops program to, to take out different people in the world um, that they deem necessary targets. And yeah. then we've got Alicia uh, Vikander, which is new to this movie, uh, mm-hmm. to this series, right? Yeah. And she's kind of a new uh, head of the cyber task force, a part of the CIA. Mm-hmm. And... Um, she ends up being an interesting character because she's trying. She kind of she wants like power. She yeah. wants she wants to rise in the ranks. Yeah, uh, and she also uh, has some kind of vendetta against uh, the head of the CIA. Right. Uh, which, if to my knowledge, doesn't really get revealed fully. No, we just kind of we see that she wants to take him out mm-hmm. uh, out of power out of you know being alive. Like she she really wants him gone. Yeah, for some reason, mm-hmm. and I. I thought, because we kind of can tell that she's really into getting this done. And I thought at first that was against Bourne. I thought we were going to find out that that she, like, Bourne killed, with, like, her parents were one of the targets or something oh, like that. Oh, I thought that she was going to be, like, Bourne's sister. Oh, I thought okay. that was going to be the great reveal at the end. Oh, that'd be crazy. Of, like, yeah, he killed my dad, too. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I was ready. I was ready for that. Yeah. And that didn't happen. Yeah. And I kind of don't, I mean... It's a weird journey that this film takes. It really is. Uh, because, um, so Riz Ahmed, who you may recall from Nightcrawler. Yeah. As, uh, as He's also in the like new the HBO protege. series, uh, The Night Of. Yeah. Yep. He's uh, getting around. Good for him. But he kind of plays like a like a Zuckerberg character. Yeah. He's big, like a... Big time Facebook, cyber Google CEO. Type, right. Yeah. He's got a big social media platform mm-hmm. or something. And the basically the head of the CIA wants to use that. Yep. It's a part of a way to monitor people. Uh, yeah. And he, he wants to not do that, which is kind of great. Yeah. Like, I kind of like that he's resisting mm-hmm. this. Um, so, it's kind of, it's, it's, I don't recall the other Bournes that well. Do you? I kind of do. The third one I remember hating because it was so, I thought it was so, like, dumb how it was like, oh, we brainwashed you, uh, and he wanted to revenge on the doctor who did it or whatever. Yeah. I was like, eh, I'm not into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure I like the first one the best. Yeah, the first one's really good. But and I also, was, I like Legacy, so... Yeah. Eh. I think the first and second movie kind of revolutionized 
uh, the way fighting scenes are shot oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, for good and bad. Like there are people who saw those movies and have definitely made really bad fight scenes mm-hmm. since then where, I mean, you even said in this movie that they take a, a cut from the trailer of a, of uh, Jason Bourne knocking a guy out at a, at a uh, bare knuckles fight mm-hmm. and they take a, a worse cut for the movie. Yeah. There's a better cut in the trailer. And, and I feel like some directors have taken that to heart and now they they have these weird cuts where you can't tell what's going on but for most of this movie i actually enjoyed the kinetic feel of the fights i could still tell what was going on even though it was a little crazy mm-hmm. and uh man he just brings it but the, i feel like all the action scenes were pretty on point mm-hmm. they were really good set up very well i i like i feel almost like the bond series has taken a note from that because mm-hmm. that just takes me back to even though it's less kinetic the um the concert scene in the last uh, Bond movie, where we've got all the different elements. We've got the the woman in the in the tower about to shoot You're the diplomat. About Mission Impossible. Am I talking about Mission Impossible? You are talking. I about am Mission talking Impossible. about Mission Impossible, and that's and a great just, scene. Yes, that's they're just all scene. blending together. Mission in my Impossible. Mind Jason Rogue Bourne. Nation. Yes, that's the that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, she's we, there's like all these separate elements building together. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And 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 that that happens in this movie as well, where we've got an assassin at the end of the movie who's going to assassinate the CEO character mm-hmm. and also Alicia v- Vikander's well, character. Yeah. It kind of that comes right out of nowhere as soon yeah. as they, you know, uh, when uh, they realize, Tommy Lee Jones. They kind of uh, man. I, he, he was he was not a big bad guy before. Yeah, and they made him the most evil. Like, well, I, he wasn't in the other movies, was he? Yeah, no, he was in one of them for sure. Maybe for but sure. He I, was. I just think it's funny that the way that Jason Bourne movies work is like Bourne's the good guy, and then whoever's in the government who's like an old man is the bad guy. It's always like an old man until it was in the third Bourne movie. It was like an older lady. It's always just like. That's the kind of setup for a Bourne it's always movie. The, it's always the older ladies? The, or the older man. It's uh, it's like, oh, you know, Tommy Lee Jones is just the next in a line of gray-haired men who want to take Bourne off the, off the table. I don't know. I kind of felt like, you know, even though Bourne's, his, his actions were more... You're right. I thought he was in another movie. That's the thing, because it's a gray-haired old man is always a bad guy in one of these. That and so you see, you see him and you go, oh, yeah, he was, he was in one of the others. Yeah, he had to be. Uh, had, had to be, but it's just kind of this idea of who's you know who's doing the right thing, and they very much make it clear in this film. At one point, they they just they do a turn where there's a moment where t- uh, Tommy Lee Jones is trying to make um, Alicia Vikander's character fail, and so yeah. he he uses his secret asset, which is the asset that they know about, but like he's secretly controlling him, mm-hmm. and he's you know telling him like take out the other team, you know drop your tracker go do this, you know, sabotage, sabotage. And he's sabotaging because she made him look bad yeah. in front of, what was it, the the section chief of the NSA mm-hmm. or like the head of the C- uh, NSA yeah. about about saying that we could bring him in when clearly Tommy Lee Jones doesn't want to bring yeah, him in. Yeah, doesn't want to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's kind of her operation to bring him in mm-hmm. and he sabotages the heck out of it. Yeah. And I think it's actually like, it's pretty smart to try and bring I, him in uh-huh. because they spent a lot of money on him. Right. And, and he's, he's still very capable. Yeah, he's obviously at the still able to do everything they would need of mm-hmm. him. And I actually like really believe that they could bring him in because when they uh, she went through like a psychological profile, uh-huh. like that he needs a program. He needs something to tell he him what to do. He needs a structure because yeah. otherwise he just loses meaning. Which is what he kind of is doing. Yeah, you see him at the beginning of this movie and he's punishing himself. Yeah. 
Like he needs he needs he needs a and that's what when when uh spoilers, Julia Stiles dies in this film, yeah, he's given that structure. He's mm-hmm. given a target. Yeah. He's given something to do. And that's when he immediately switches over and becomes super efficient mm-hmm. and able to do everything he needs to do. I do think it's a little too much that the asset is the same one who killed his dad. Yeah. That's it's, a little it, too it's much. It's too connected. Yeah. Um, and I actually thought because, um, because he was in another film. Like you thought Tommy Jones was I thought was he was film. too. I thought he was too, but no, it's just a similar idea of uh, like an opposing mm-hmm. person Agent. yeah, who was in the same program. I feel I feel like there's always uh, in every in every one of these movies, I feel like the enemies, like the the people that Jason Bourne has had to fight is always someone in one of the newer programs. Yeah. That's who they send after mm-hmm. him. And but that just made me feel weird because not only is is that guy the one who killed his dad, mm-hmm. but he's also the guy who ended up in a prison prison camp for because of him because of what he did yeah. exposing uh, like one of the previous in the programs. third movie I think it was like Briar Patch or yeah. something like that uh, or Bramble Bramblethorn sorry my <laughs> Bim Bam reference uh-huh. uh, but I can list uh, off like all the there's ten different programs and they yeah it's <laughs> but it's too connected like it's 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 too much it, it goes way too far back. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense that he would be an agent who like killed his dad and then also becomes in one of the programs and then goes into the prison camp and then is now a new asset for the okay. new program. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. Like, I'm going I'm to read off all the Black Ops projects. Hold on, hold on. Before you, do do that, before you do that, I want you to do it too. Okay. But before you do that, it would make way more sense for him to be an agent that just went through one of the programs recently mm. because his brother died in a prison well, camp. sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like to also have that revenge. Make a little connection, yeah. And 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 it's just too connected. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's too many dots being connected. Yeah, they, it was so connected. Not, that's why when she turned out not to be his sister, I was like, oh, like, okay. Yeah, I like when it's less connected because real life is less connected. Yeah. It doesn't feel like the writer's going, oh, look, see? Yeah, we didn't need an extra reason for the asset to want to kill Bourne. We didn't. Like, him being Tommy in prison Jones camp just said do it, so was way he enough. was going to do it. Yeah, even if he wasn't in prison camp, that would have been enough. Even yeah. if he hadn't killed his dad, yeah. would have been enough. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Have him be tangentially uh, connected, not the dude who did everything. Yeah. that's Jason Bourne is already that dude. Uh-huh. We don't need another that dude. All right, what are all, all right, the programs? So Nikki, Nikki is the uh, Julia Stiles character. Oh yeah, yeah she Nikki. pulls up the secret files early on, mm-hmm. and we are seen. We are given the list of ten Black Ops projects. It's Treadstone starts. Iron Hand is the first one. No, Iron Hand's the new one. Right, well, it's it's listed from newest to oldest for some reason. The people who listed it here. Oh, that's weird. So Iron Hand's the new one yeah. that's connected to the deep down platform. Yeah, that's the one that monitors everybody. Yeah, that's actually not a program to train assets. That's a program. That's to a spy program on to people. spy on people. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Yep. Uh, then Spectrum. Yep. I think maybe a little too close to Spectre. A little bit. Hourglass. Yeah. Rubicon. Rubicon. I love Rubicon. Rubicon. That's Rubicon's a good, good word. That's a good one. Spearfish. Nice. We're getting a little nice. animal-y. Yep. Larks. I don't know what the... L-A-R-X. Oh, Is wow. that an animal? I don't know. Because um, I remember seeing that in the theater and I thought, does that say larynx? Like, I, yeah. it went by a little fast. I thought, maybe mm-hmm. I missed a letter. Then Outcome. I then, like I like Outcome. Then Emerald Lane. Emerald Lane's good. That just makes me. And then here's the one that we were trying to remember: Blackbriar. Blackbriar. That's there it the. Is. That was the one that got exposed. And then the one that started it all. Treadstone. Born Zone. Treadstone. Yep. Uh, yeah. And then oh shoot, I'm, I'm on the IMDb trivia because I read it. There was an interesting thing here about the the oh. movie book connection. What What do you got? Larks was the name of the program that Aaron Cross came from. Jeremy Renner. Oh, nice. 
So they they were doing a little connection. Yeah, they were connecting everything. Hold on, I'm trying to get the um, the trivia on the book because there's a part here that explains how the um, here we go. Okay. Uh, the the this is from IMDb trivia. Mm-hmm. This film shares some plot points and thematic elements with the film. Oh no! Wait, hold on. I screwed that all. Oh up. my goodness! I'm so screwed up right now. Are you okay? There's a thing here where it said something about the book. I like how they got Moby back. Has Moby done every yes. song? I think he's. I think he finishes every single one. Good for him. Here we go. Okay. When Bourne pulls up the old Treadstone files, the first mm-hmm. listing on his record read that he joined Special Forces Delta mm-hmm. in the original Ludlum novel. David Webb, that's Bourne's real name, yeah. joined the U.S. Special Forces after losing his family to an act of war. So this is a similarity. Okay. He was placed in charge of a hit squad of soldiers who carried Operation Medusa. His code name was Delta. Okay. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the operation, he discovered a mole on his team who was an Australian double agent named Jason Bourne. Delta confronted Bourne and shot him in the head before his treachery was confirmed. Once it was confirmed... His death was covered up, and Bourne's identity became shrouded in mystery, eventually leading David Webb to take up his identity when he joined Treadstone. What? Yeah. So the whole That's origin... That's way more interesting Yeah, the whole origin of Bourne... Yeah, is definitely, like, crazier and better than what they showed in this movie. Well, I really want to read those books now. <laughs> Just that makes me want to read those books. Yeah, and there's even, like, I feel like they are trying to connect it a little more, because when Tommy Lee Jones says to him something like, oh, 32 kills 32 like and they kills. were all good like yeah. you They're, you helped the you world. helped the world yeah and i feel like that's part of that special forces hit squad mm-hmm. yeah business uh but you know it's a whole thing what'd you think of vincent cassell did he do a good job as the asset yeah yeah i like, I like right. him a lot i i like and him I, in everything i have yet to see him be a bad actor in anything i really enjoyed the the returned rivalry from the ocean series yeah and they ended up in vegas like that was a that was a real treat that's pretty funny I didn't even think about that. Tweet. Tweet. That was a tweet. It was a tweet. I tweeted it out, and then someone said, thank you. It was a tweet. Uh, I don't like the ending. I like the... I have one small tweak that I think would make the ending a hundred times better. I I like the meta concept of the ending, because he's now back in the U.S. where he couldn't get back in before, Mm. because at the end of the third movie... He was locked out of the U.S. He had mm-hmm. to be in Europe because they were monitoring for him and there was no way he could get back in. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea that he's now back in the U.S. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can really go after them if he wants now because he's on their territory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, but it'll also be harder for him because they'll be able to monitor better on their home territory. So mm-hmm. I like that. But the ending was just kind of... I, I, I like that he called her out. Well, but. Okay. I'm going to say this This plays into the same reason why I don't like the way that, that the Star Trek Beyond ended, the same way I didn't like mm-hmm. how when a movie ends, I feel like the writers are too eager to give us all the things that we want. Yeah. I want, like, but I wanted, like, just from a story element, mm-hmm. I didn't want him to know that she was playing him. I wanted him to come back in and then in the next movie find out that she's playing him. Because I want, I want like a... But, also, I kind of don't know if I like Bourne. I kind of don't, as a person. Like, I feel like he is too off the grid. He does need to be reined in. I'm right there with Tommy Lee Jones and Alicia Vikander. Hmm. We need to bring him back in. And then we can take care of him. But it foreshadowed him for doing that because he was monitoring them earlier at the convention. Well, because he got that special camera with the special microphone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the really? Spy, you could just snag that camera. right off the table without anyone noticing? Yeah. 
That was a little bit much. Yeah. But no, I kind of want, I want to return to movies where the endings would leave you a little bit wanting, Mm -hmm. where you would, you could, you could end a movie and go, oh my God, that was really good. And I don't know what they're going to do for the next one Mm -hmm. because this one leaves it where like they could do whatever they want. Yeah. But I want, I wanted it to end where she gets him in. And even if they do give us a hint, I want him to be in. I wanted him to be back in Mm -hmm. so he can take him down from the inside or so that she can tame him. Like, yeah, maybe she's not actually evil. She just she says, has her own she agenda. She says whatever she needs yeah, to exactly. say in order to get the job done. Yeah, I but totally, she's, I totally she's thought she was saying whatever she needed to say. I to didn't get think those she was people. a bad guy. Yeah, even at the end, Mm-mm. I think I think that was a misinterpretation. Like that was just her saying what needs to be said to uh-huh. the NSA chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's still like, she's still kind of on his side. Yeah, for sure. And not just because it paints her as a bad guy. It yeah. paints her as using born to get what she wanted. Yeah. Which I think is an interesting view on government and, and mm-hmm. officials and like if they're really doing the right thing or if they're just out for themselves anyway. And man, do a lot of innocent people die in this movie? Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Vincent Cassell just kills everybody. Uh, leaves, leaves a trail of bodies in his wake. And But that scene in Vegas was real cool. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They actually, um, it was a, cl- a recently closed hotel and casino that they... Oh, did they film that in? crash in? Nice. Yeah, it was like it just closed, and they were like, "Well, open it back up. We're gonna destroy it." Yeah, let's fuck some <laughs> shit up. That's cool, though. I mean, yeah, I was definitely looking for like the green screen look. I was uh-huh. like, "How are they getting this car crash so good?" Yeah, it's because yeah. they did it, mm-hmm. and I I love that. More practical effects, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. At the end of the day, I didn't want him to be against her, but that's that's the way the film ends. And yeah. you're right. You're right. Uh, he does need structure he needs yeah. something even if even if she worked with him like outside of the cia mm-hmm. and was just like hey i'm gonna help you i know you've been through some stuff yeah let's figure this out together i'll give you the treadstone files so you can know everything mm-hmm. like i don't understand why she didn't just hand them to him like at the mm-hmm. end of the day what's that gonna hurt maybe she's involved in it no she's too young you never know these, these things get crazy yeah well, yeah, the way the writers like, write everything. You were the last one to join the program. Yeah. Before we closed it. Before we closed it. I don't know. Because uh, I really, I like the idea of the next one being them working together against something. Mm-hmm. And when it looked like it was coming towards that, even if she was lying to him a little bit, mm-hmm. like I like that tension carrying into another film. Right. Rather than where, immediately where, resolving where at the end we of this know, one. Where we know that yeah. she might... She might she not might. have his best interests at heart. Yeah. Yeah. Or she could just be bullshitting the NSA chief. Exactly. But but we know that, and Jason Bourne doesn't. Yeah, and we're that's not okay. left. Yeah. It's okay for him not to know everything. Yeah. But apparently the writers didn't think Because he is a little unhinged. He's, he's dangerous. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why when Bond says, I'm going off the grid, they all say, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Yeah. And even though he does it pretty much in every movie now, mm-hmm. there's good reason for them to say no. Yeah, because he... he he doesn't come back the same man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's. I think that's about it on Jason Bourne. Well, yeah, it was fun. I don't. I. I don't know if they're gonna get another one. Honestly, maybe that's why they wrapped it up so much. Maybe their writers are just like, hey, we may not be writing another one. Let's just close it up. We don't need to close it up. I agree. Uh, I don't. I don't like I all agree. this closing up business. I know, and I feel like that's a recent thing in in our, our internet age as people get on. On, like, uh, it on wasn't the internet. satisfying. Yeah, it didn't. Like, it didn't. There's all these loose threads. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's good. Yeah, everything does not need to be wrapped up in a bow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I dream of saving the world.
saving everyone from the invisible hand. The one that controls us every day without us knowing it. a regular cybersecurity engineer, but I'm a vigilante hacker by night. Mr. Robot. Not to be confused with Mr. Roboto. Don't worry, Gato. Mr. Roboto. Mr. Roboto. Uh, this is a show on USA mm-hmm. starring Rami Malek, Christian Slater, and a bunch of other talented people. Yeah, they're all real good. Uh, and I watched it Season one, and we're going to talk about season one, so only season one spoilers. Season two is currently going, uh, but I was only able to access season one because it's on Amazon streaming, Mm -hmm. Amazon Prime, whatever you call it. Yep. And I have just one big question for you. So, Jordan, did you watch it on USA? Yes, I did. Did they allow all that cursing on USA? Yep. Every instance of the F-bomb? Yeah. On USA? I'm pretty sure they did. Are TVs rules? How do TVs have rules? I think it, I think it was a late night show. Could they? How did? Because they do it in the first episode, and I thought, oh, maybe I'm getting some special cut. The first the first episode had an R rating on it, like it had, TVMA. It, yeah, it had a big thing on it, like don't don't let the kitties. See. Yes, yeah. And it, it came on real late, and it had the, like hardly any commercials. The name of the hacking group that. Uh, that Mr. Robot runs and that, that Elliot is a part of is F called Society, F Society, which, which is based, stands for Fuck Society. Yeah, which is based on uh, Anonymous. Yeah. They even have uh, similar masks, Yep, which is so silly to me, but I don't care. I think it, I at think this it works. point, I'm in. I think it works. I'm too in. Yeah. Um, yeah, and even, um, and then in the last episode, they drop a lot of F-bombs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in the that first episode, also, they have like a half-naked also, lady. They also a special event. They really were like pushing that envelope. Yeah. USA... Wanted to be AMC for a night, once one night a week, That's, and they did it. It was blowing my mind when I saw it on TV, man. It was it was a whole nother. Yeah. I can't even. Uh, I yeah. think I mean it's hard to describe what this show even is because it's I mean it's follows Elliot. Mm-hmm. He's a hacker. He gets he becomes part of this uh, hacking group F Society, and they want to pull off probably the craziest hack in ever. Like uh, they want to take down. Like debt, they want to take down the biggest corporation. You know, the, in this fictional world, Apple and Google exist, but this is uh, E Corp, Evil mm-hmm. Corp, uh, bigger than everything. Like, I, I don't know. This this show's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then in the last like three episodes, they drop a hundred reveals that I I couldn't even. In which would, episode? The last like three. Yeah. They're like, oh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Every episode. Uh, uh, I'm going to give that final spoiler warning because here we go. Yeah. It goes, she's she's your sister. Yep. He's your dad. Yep. Oh, and he's dead and you're fucking crazy. Like, yeah. I just your, didn't even you're know. You're out of your damn mind. I'm reading the thing you just showed me. Yeah. I found some trivia because I'm currently watching season oh, two. Oh, shit. That's good. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's some good trivia. Yeah, and then these are also good. So, I mean... It's a it's a show that's kind of uh, when I when I spoke to you about it when it was on the air I prefaced it as a show that is that is aware of other 
of other things in popular culture. It's aware of Fight Club. It's aware of The Matrix. It's aware of, you know... Oh, yeah, it's so aware of The it's Matrix. A, it's aware of hackers. It's, it's aware, aware of, of... I'm going to drop this on you. American Psycho. Yeah. Because that other guy, what's his name? Wellick. Mm. He is basically if Patrick Bateman yeah. was in this... was it Existed was in, in the world. Yeah, was in cybersecurity. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was brilliant. Yes. But he's... He's crazier than I could handle sometimes. Right. I was very, him and his wife. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, I love that they're speaking whatever, Danish well, at home. He's, uh, I think she's speaking <coughs> Danish and he's sp- uh, speaking Swedish. They're actually speaking two different languages to oh, each other. shit. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Because that's like super weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh my God. Like what even, I mean, I, as soon as they dropped the, you know, the, the Christian Slater was never here reveal, mm-hmm. because I immediately a, had to go back in my mind and go, holy shit, what? There was a scene between Peter Wellick and Christian Slater. Yes. Meaning, Meaning that, that it, there's it a was, part where Elliot, it was, it's Elliot yeah. there. Even though he thought he was someone else, yeah. he was there. Yep. So I'm trying, I'm like, I've been trying to figure out, because the way the season ends, mm-hmm. it, it, the last episode is he's lost some time. Elliot's lost two days. I, that blew my mind when I watched the last episode, and it just skips over yeah. what is supposed to be the, the, the fin- climax. Like the big deal, yeah. yeah. It's supposed to be the big moment. And in the first season, we don't even see it. Yeah, We skip forward in time mm-hmm. after everything has happened. Mm-hmm. Like at the part of Fight Club, where he brings down the credit card companies. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for Fight Club. <laughs> And and we watch all those buildings fall. Yeah, we get a figurative destruction of those companies. Yeah, none, no buildings come down, mm-hmm. but all of the records from every banking, every credit card company has been destroyed, mm-hmm. and we just are in the aftermath of that. Yeah, we don't get to see the moment. Yeah, and that just blew my mind. Yeah, and uh, I showed you a trivia thing just mm-hmm. a second ago about this moment between uh, Wellick's wife and Elliot. Mm-hmm. And there is recognition there. And when, when, when the show happened, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some theory here okay. that is not informed by season two. Okay. Just so you know, mm-hmm. I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. When I saw that scene, I thought that Elliot was also Wellick. Oh, shut up. And that she was talking to him knowing that that is her husband. Like blow up right now. That that is her husband, but also knowing that he has multiple personalities. And... Like trying to talk to him. Could that even work? Right? But then I read this trivia. Yeah. That I showed you. And that changes my viewpoint on that. But I feel Maybe if she knows that he's multiple personalities and that if she th- she's saying that as in if you've gotten rid of... One the, of your personalities, yeah. I will kill you. Yeah. Yeah. That yes. could still yes. work. Yes. Yes. So I think mm. because there's a scene. Jesus Christ. There's a no, scene I, before the big crazy. moment where Peter, where Wellick and, and Elliot are talking. And we've seen Christian Slater and Elliot talk. Mm-hmm. We know that that's possible. Mm-hmm. And Wellick has no interactions with anyone else in Elliot's life. Yeah. Well, because there's, I mean, right at the end is where Elliot shows Wellick, here's Everything. what I'm doing. Yep. Well, cause, and also, because when Wellick comes over to talk to him, he starts putting on the rubber gloves like he's going to yeah. kill him yeah. or beat him up even. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, shit. And then the next scene, he's showing him the underground place. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, what, what does what that happening mean? happening here? Yeah. Right. Maybe he did kill Wellick. And now he's going to imagine him. Yeah. Like he's going to join he his lose, little party. He loses, like, what, two days? Or is it two like days, a, yeah. He yeah. says it's been two days. And he wakes up in, a ra- in, in Wellick's, Wellick's car. car. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there was a clue in the sunroof that mm. he must have placed for himself. Yeah. I don't know, man. Whew. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I don't know. It's so crazy. It's the show in- is so crazy. It's an incredible show. It is such a wild ride. I apologize that if you haven't seen it, you're, you're sitting here with us. Yeah. We should have said at the top, go watch it. Well, if you, I mean, have, if you have any interest, we said we said spoilers. Yeah, because I mean, once you get the reveals, because Elliot's not well. Like no. we we're told this from the beginning. Yeah, we just don't know how the, not the, well it's. The first, it's playing the with first, the whole idea of unreliable narrator by at the top telling you that he's unreliable. The moment the show starts, he says, "You are my imaginary friend. Yeah, I created you to help me deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. I need someone to talk to. I don't have anyone else, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to tell you everything." Yeah, so that that allows his narration to exist within the universe, right? And they even kind of play with, which I don't always like, but at times I liked it here, when um, his narration is going on, it's actually happening live in his head as he's responding to someone yeah. because he doesn't like he doesn't realize that it's weird to just sit there and stare off in the distance. Yeah. And but, people, but like his good friends will say... Ca- people call him on yeah, it, Yeah, they'll say, hey, don't get in your head, talk to me. Yeah, which, yeah. but this is the first time that's ever happened, I feel like, in, mm. in media, where eh, he's close. actually narrating in his of, head, yeah. and people are like, no, 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 you're... You're doing something else. Come back here, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And there's there's a pretty incredible part where he talks about people in society when he's talking to his his uh, his therapist, and he gives this amazing answer to one of her questions. Yeah, and we we find out that he didn't say that. Yeah, and he just says nothing. Like, well, I thought it was way they totally played with this idea when um, they uh, there's a moment where he's like. He's doing something boring, and he's like, I wish I could just, like, fast forward right to the end. And then it goes, it cl- cuts right to him sitting wherever he's supposed to be. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's great. Like, that's really playing with the idea of mm-hmm. what his narration is and how he perceives the world. the world. Yeah. How he perceives time and the world and other people. Yeah. And it's like, he's not, like, a good guy. Like, he does some pretty terrible things. Mm-hmm. So it's not entirely that you're rooting for him. But you kind of don't want him to go so far down deep in this hole that he's, you know, the worst person. I don't know. It's so crazy when, when the sister reveal happens. I, I swear, my mind went immediately back to their first scene together. And I was like, holy shit, that makes so much, so much sense, sense now. Yeah. That she came into his apartment as like, it's, you know, it's a sibling thing. Like, yeah. I, you know, like, hey, I'm going to crash here. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. And it's not even, the, it's like, oh, I got pulled into this group. No, you made the group. Yeah. You just dropped you, that right out of your brain. You are the architect Yeah, of, the, of this entire thing. <sighs> and like him acting weird, it just allows for him to get away with like the way that he reacts to everything and the way that everyone's reacting to him. Yeah, because people know he's unhinged. Yeah. People know that he's not 100%. Mm-hmm. No, and that, uh, <laughs> like, it's like three or four episodes in where he's like, He's 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 trying to figure out everyone's you know thing or bug or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, Mister Robot's bug is that he's crazy. He's absolutely nuts. He's a psycho. Yeah. And then uh, when they're trying to get the group back together, you see Mister Robot. Christian Slater, you know, comes in and threatens um, one oh, of yeah, their other hacker guys. He holds the gun to his head. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, he is crazy. And then you get that reveal that it he, it was never him. It was always 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 Elliot. Elliot. And I was like, Holy shit! Yeah. Like. You know, they must think Elliot. They must be so scared of Elliot. Like they have to be. They have to be <laughs> terrified of him. They can't handle it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even because they know. never know who they're dealing with. Yeah. Oof. That's a real. And also real when he's de- when he's detoxing. Mm-hmm. And Mister Robot's there. Well, because that's him get half of it. that's a dream sequence anyway. Yeah. But uh, it's it's very telling. Like I kind of love what it tells mm-hmm. every step of the way. Because we're we're learning more about Elliot through mm-hmm. it. 
on both sides. That's nuts. And they really get away with like uh, whenever like he has like an ear thing in and Mr. Robot's talking to him. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's he's just hearing himself. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Yep. Oh, boy. That's a real. This show's yeah. a real trip. And Christian Slater is really good. Christian Slater is amazing. He deserved. Did he win the Emmy? Yeah, he won an Emmy for his oh, role. Oh, boy. And he deserved it. He's he's he was so, so good. good in this. He was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know, you know, I don't know how season two is gonna go. Because mm-hmm. season one ends with he wants to be alone. Mm-hmm. Elliot kind of finds a way to shut out everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a frantic knocking and he goes to answer his door and that's it. Yep. And I'm sure you know who's knocking at that door because you've mm-hmm. seen a couple of episodes of season two. Do you want me or to maybe tell they you, don't... do you want me to tell you where season two starts? Does it start in the two days missing? No. Ah, oh, shit. In like a year in the future or it's, some shit? It starts like two months later or something. Oh, okay. It jumps again. Well, it kind of has to because like so much of the other, the rest of the show is frantic. Yeah. Like it's very frantic. Oh, yeah. We haven't even talked about Angela. Yeah. Like she's crazy. Yep. Like, I mean, in a good, like in a mm-hmm. kind of good way. Yep. But also in a dangerous, mm-hmm. like she's at, by the end of the season, she's getting involved with the corporation that she hated. Yep. That's nuts. In order, because she has to figure out, like, her place in the world. Yeah. And it's this weird, mm-hmm. like, split split mm-hmm. thing where we've got Elliot taking everything down and then her character saying, I need a place in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got to do things for myself because mm-hmm. no one's going to do it for me. Yeah. And everything's falling apart around me, so I need to grab onto something. I love that she broke up with that dummy. Yes, Hated that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the worst. Yep. He reminded me of Chris Pratt's character in Wanted. The second second oh, person sure, to remind me sure, of him. Sure, sure, sure. Oh, yeah, you keep getting that. I can't help it. Um, but no, I also kind of like there. There was a really good exchange that they had where he was like, he was trying to make it up to her, son, and she's pant- packing to leave, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, let's let's get married," and she's like, "Nah," and I'm like, "Ah, fuck you. <laughs> like, yeah, you're so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the worst character. Get out." Yeah, um, it was real good. And then Shayla, oh my god, Shayla, Shayla. I was very sad when she died. Yeah, I and. I, you know, I, I didn't like that, uh, Vera, I mean, we're not supposed to like Vera, yeah. but I do kind of like that he's unhinged in a way that's completely the opposite of Elliot. Mm-hmm. He, he kind of looks at the world as like this great, you know, machination coming together and the universe aligning and right. like mysticalness almost. And, uh, Elliot believes in, you know, like, you know, facts, logic, uh, you know, people obey certain things. Mm-hmm. And so he couldn't pin down Vera because Vera believed in this greater belief, this greater being. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, you know, if they bring him back so that he can take him down for real, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a lot of characters came and went. Um, and I kind of, it was exciting to see that. The B.D. Wong character. Super interesting, right? Oh, yeah. Just because it just shows up right at the end. Yeah. And it just kind of... We're not even certain why or what who happened? this is yeah. what what their goal is mm-hmm. uh we kind of we kind of understand what their um like alignment is but then not really because there's a of course after that uh, uh, uh you know door knocking scene it, it, we get a little after credits special mm-hmm. of like a, a special party with the head of evil corp and uh bd wong yeah it's like wh- what the hell yeah what's going He's on like, i know who did this and we know what we're gonna do yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, wh- we don't even understand this world fully. Yeah. It's so crazy. That that <clears throat> we just have one viewpoint of it and it's mm. completely unreliable. Yeah. So unreliable. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that pilot? Because I felt like that pilot was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty good. 
It's maybe I, the best pilot I've ever seen. It, about halfway through the series, it's only the first season, or halfway through the season. It's only like 10 episodes. It's only 10 episodes. Yeah. Uh, I kind of felt like a mix of the show is crazy, sometimes a little too crazy. Mm-hmm. And then it's also like interesting, but almost like it gets borderline preachy at times. Yeah. Uh, but by the end of that first season, I'm hooked. I'm, yep. I don't even care. Because mm-hmm. I think, I mean, it got it, it got too crazy with Wellick, I feel like. Wellick was was like borderline, like, who, like, how can you even believe that this character exists in the world? Which is why your theory of maybe he's a third Elliot character, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm in on that. Yeah. Because that, that somehow makes it make way more sense. Right. Either that or he's just as crazy Because Because everyone talks about how he disappeared for a long time. Yeah. Where he, like, did a bunch of stuff and then no one saw him for a long time. Mm-hmm. So what if he went to Europe and met a woman mm-hmm. and started a life there and then came back mm-hmm. as part of his scheme to bring everything down, but he still had his other personality saying, no, we need to bring him down the Hackaway, not from the inside as mm-hmm. Wellick. Mm-hmm. And then we've also got, because Joanna seems to want to take them down too. Joanna hates oh, she's, everybody. She's right with Wellick. Whatever, yeah. he, he, whatever his a- end goal is, yeah. she's like, do whatever it takes. Yep. But also, like, be here for the family. Like, it's mm-hmm. like this weird duality right. of... Be a good father. Man. Be a good husband. Yeah. Do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Although she does seem turned off by the murder. Like, I yeah. was really intrigued by that. Yep. I don't, and I kind of didn't get why he had to kill her. Yeah. I don't know either. I was very curious if that was, like, his pride. Mm-hmm. Or... And then his reaction afterwards was definitely... I feel like he didn't plan yep, to murder happened. her. Yep, it just happened. Very strange. Mm-hmm. That's the whole, like, the whole Wellick plot line is very... I, I like that it's messy, though. Yep. That's the thing, like... There's... But that's the thing about the way this, this season ends. There are so many just lines that aren't addressed, that aren't figured out. Mm-hmm. There's, there, there's more questions than answers, mm-hmm. and I dig that. Mm-hmm. Because it's a fantastic show. Mm-hmm. And the, the journey, the ride is, is amazing. And... I'm I'm kind of ashamed of myself. I haven't been more on top of season two because mm-hmm. I watched the pilot, which was a two two episode thing. It was two hours. Oh, the it first was, season of first episode of season two. Yeah, okay. is like an hour and forty five minutes. Well, the first I mean the first episode of season one was an hour. Yeah, and they were all kind of like borderline. I felt like they were longer than a normal show. Yeah, they were like a minute. Like if you take into commercials into consideration, mm-hmm. it's like an hour twenty. I I also really enjoyed the first episode. I think doesn't do it because they didn't they didn't have their footing yet. Mm-hmm. But the way that these shows each episode opens, it feels like a movie. Yes, because they don't have like a title card per se, but the title comes up over the actual scene, mm-hmm. like a movie. Like it yeah. feels very cinematic. Yep. And I feel like each episode opening is on its own like a very crazy beautiful scene. Yep. Which, if it started, the if the movie started like so that, good. I would be like, "Yes, this makes sense." Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a show opening; it feels like a movie opening. Yeah. So I think they're really onto something here. The look and the feel is so above and beyond what I thought would come out of USA, because they had, you know, they had Burn Notice and all these other shows before that were fun and campy and whatever, mm-hmm. and then this comes out of nowhere, and. Man, it's just so good. It feels like a show that should be on AMC or yes. HBO yes. or something like that. Yeah. Just the production values are incredible. The cinematography is so good. Mm-hmm. The writing, the acting. It's just it's just so it's just, there's so much to talk about. Like I yeah. don't <sighs> And it's got that tight 10. Like the, yeah. this is the new thing in shows. It's mm-hmm. like give us just give us 10 or 13 yep. really good episodes. Right. Um even look at like Stranger Things that was like what 8? Yeah, I think 8 it was episodes. Eight. Like and That's it. So much in those eight episodes. Yeah. Each of those is so... Because when you think about 
what was like the standard length for a TV show, even up until recently, it was what, 23 episodes? Yeah. And it's generally like 20, 22 to 24. And there's so much filler. Like there are mm-hmm. just episodes that mean nothing. Well, generally like the way the, the sitcoms would go is that they would get 13 mm-hmm. and then they'd do a back 10 is uh, what they'd call it. Like if they okay. liked it enough, they'd keep it going. Mm-hmm. And so that was a way to cut costs or affordableness or something. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you get like in the middle of it, it it's either it, it's wrapping up one big mm-hmm. plot line and then like and then either starts another starting one. another or having like two episodes of nonsense. Yeah. Two episodes of like, oh, I guess we didn't write about this character. Let's give it a try. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's where it gets. And that's where it's like they also have enough time for a little bit of feedback. Right. So you get like the fan favorites grow because yeah. they know throughout that that's the who season because there's are. been enough time. That's why yeah. it's really interesting. That's like in this kind of show, like the second season will be interesting to see what they took away from fan reaction. Right. So it's it's going to be good. Like, I just know it's going to be good. Yeah, and this one's 12 episodes. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm ready. Two more episodes. I want it. Yeah. I think it's because the 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 pilot was two episodes. Mm-hmm. I think the finale oh, will be okay. two episodes. Okay. So it's going to be technically bigger. normal length, but yeah. the beginning and the end will be bigger. Mm-hmm. So they can do I'm more. Into that. Yeah. I think it's I think it's a good... It, with Stranger Things, with this show, I feel like... We're getting into a new, I mean, I don't want to be too hyperbolic here, but like a new era mm-hmm. of TV shows where there's a different, they're trying to s- do more interesting storytelling in a more compact form where we, we have these really tight, interesting stories. Yeah. Because I'm going to say I honestly thought, because uh, I didn't know how long it was mm-hmm. and I didn't, like, all I knew it was USA and I knew it was, I didn't know it was so dark. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dark. Oh, man. Uh, I thought it was, you know, because it's USA. Yeah. I thought, oh, it's like, oh, every week he has to hack they, somebody. They had, they had like, a that's show. Like, that's their, their, show where their like, shows go. Yeah, they had a show called Psych, yeah. which was about a guy who faked being a psychic mm-hmm. to solve crimes. They had, did USA have Suits or was that another network? Yeah, that was, that was Suits. Yeah, and yeah. Suits is like, he's a guy faking being a yeah, lawyer. But see, in this last season, he was in, he was in prison. Yeah, sure. Do you see what I mean? Like. They're, I feel like they're, they're going. They, yeah, I like it. They're getting darker. I'm ready. Yeah, characters welcome. Yeah, those even kind of the characters. weirdos, the crazy, the multiple characters. Yeah, in a single character, welcome. Oof. Oof. What if he was alive? No, he couldn't be. Who? Christian Slater. The he's not. Oh, but what if? He's got a. He's got. He's be? got a tombstone. Yeah, because everyone with a tombstone is dead. Yeah, that. I mean, that's how it works, right? If someone made a tombstone. For yeah. me, mm-hmm. I just have to kill myself. Yeah. That's how it works. You know, that is the thing people believe, though. Like, they don't want to get their tombstones made before they die. Yeah, even though people do. Yeah. I think that's weird when, like, there's a couple tombstone, uh-huh. and they have, the other person has their name and their year of birth. Yeah, but, but they're not death because they're not is, there yet. That is kind of like weird. That. I don't like that at all. Nothing superstitious, but it's just a little weird. Yeah. Anyway, anything more on Mr. Robot? I think, I think everyone should watch it. If you've gone yeah. through here, we're sorry for all the spoilers. Uh-huh. You shouldn't have listened. <laughs> we warned you. It's true. Uh, but just you know, go watch it. Mm. It is so good. You said it's on Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't have an Amazon Prime membership these days? Go watch that show. It's so good. Oh, and Stranger Things. <laughs> Welcome to Nerve, a game like Truth or Dare minus the truth. Watchers pay to watch. Players play to win. Cash and glory. Are you a watcher or a player? Are you a watcher or a player? Are you a watcher or player? Watch player. 
It's cool, right? This looks very sketchy. <laughs> is this legal? Life is passing you by. You need to take a few risks every once in a while. I do take risks. Okay. You're playing nerf. Do you accept your derby? Kiss a stranger a for five stranger. seconds. <laughs> Just kiss that guy. <laughs> Apparently, the watchers want me to team up with you. I don't think I'd make a very good partner. Stay. Let's see what else happens. Okay. Is that me? Do you know where I can find this dress? My wallet, my clothes, everything's gone. No, my stuff is gone too. Look, we don't have a choice. Technically, it just says we have to leave the store. Big fan. Hold on, I'm just doing the Y in Daddy. What? He's kidding. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. You know that some kid died in Seattle playing Nerf? What happens if I bail? You lose everything. All of our money is missing. Wait, Ma, what? Officer! Officer, I need help. We don't do this. How do you know my name? What the hell is going on? Watchers, they stole our identities. We became prisoners of the game. V, we control your life. The only way out is to win. All right, remember, you're my eyes. No way. Players, show us your weapons. Nerve. That's a movie. Brought to you by the minds behind Catfish. Yeah, that blew my mind when you brought that up at the end of the movie. Well, here's what I think is funny. I I recognize them by name. Yeah, that is interesting. How did you do that? Henry Juiced and Ariel Shulman. Well, Juiced. Justin Shulman. Mm-hmm. Well, Nev Shulman is the uh, uh, star of Catfish. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The documentary yeah, yeah. that I saw in theaters, whatever, seven years ago. Yeah, that um, cool. Nerve kind of, uh, it's it's a take on the game. Right. With a little bit of uh, the online uh, business going on. Uh, it it kind of looks like Periscope, if you've ever used or looked at Periscope. Right, and it, it, starts, uh, it starts on a computer. Yeah. And it, it almost scared me into thinking it was going to be a found footage type movie. Oh, boy. It well, really frightened me at the beginning. It gave me unfriended flashbacks. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's I not see that. good. Yep. And it's all on a computer, though. Okay. But this is, I mean, it plays with the idea of what, you know. What social media is. What social now. media is, what's on your phone, what's on your computer. And how. how what are we, we looking at? Yeah, how we use them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Nerve in the in the movie is a game that people play yep. uh, where they get dares and they get money for doing the dares and you yep. got to film yourself doing the dares yep. and when you do all the dares then you get a big dare yeah you try and get to the finals yeah i guess if you get bumped but see that means that you don't if if you fail or bail you lose all the money right that's what they said it didn't so make that, that much sense so that means that only the person only who the wins at the very it, end keeps gets the money, the money yeah but so it kind of gives them incentive to keep playing because yeah. you know that you're going to get X amount of money. Right, right. It's like, it's, I mean, it's, I think it's equivalent to like a game show that 
Yeah, and you're you're either a watcher or a, a player, and the watchers actually vote on your next dare. Yeah, so they there's, vote. There's they way of, more interaction than you would think. Yeah, they kind of they they kind of hold that until and more they, than halfway through the film, where they show you what how much the watchers actually do. Yeah, and they actually interact and help set up, mm-hmm. like actually, and they have the other players help set up the dares for the other. Yeah. Like it's it's interesting. Players and yeah. Mm-hmm. Players and watchers take part in the dares alike in a sense. Yep. It's just the players that have everything at stake. Mm-hmm. The watchers, and, and it's about how many people are watching you, just yeah. as much as how much money you're making. Mm-hmm. And I kind of like when we see uh, whatever Emma Roberts' friend character when he signs Sydney? up for Nerve. Oh, you're talking about like, Tommy? Yeah, it's twenty dollars to be a watcher. Yeah, so it's for like, twenty four okay. hours. Yeah. Well, for no, only- it's well because twenty four hours is the length of a game. Yeah. So, jeez. And I guess you can sign up whenever. Like, it really didn't seem like there was a set sign-up time because mm-hmm. um, her... God, I can't... I don't know any of these characters' names. There's Jingo and Bingo and Dingo. Sydney. Sydney. Signs up right away. Yep. And she's the crazy friend. Yep, who's a thrill seeker. And she tries to get uh, V or Venus, who's Emma Roberts' character, to sign up or to watch. Mm-hmm. But then... To help support her. Yeah, but then... She signs up after it's seemingly like before school is when, or maybe it's a Saturday, I don't know. But before, you know, in the morning is when she, her, when Sydney signs up, and then it's like in the afternoon when Venus signs up. Mm-hmm. And it's only for 24 hours, so it'll be done by like the next morning. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just, I'm laying out the groundwork here. Yeah. I didn't if even the writers realize... of the film didn't work on this, I am yeah. doing it right now for them. No, no joke. I did, totally didn't think about the 24 hour thing. Yeah, because but, but you're right. It all happens. It all it all happens within a Cause, day. Because the finals to. are like in the middle of the night, almost mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Well, because it's in, it's it can, it's I think it's implied that it's morning because there's that businessman mm-hmm. we kind of see all around New York. Yeah. It all takes place in New York City. Yeah, and we see all around New York, and and the in the finals there's like a businessman just getting into work. Yeah, and he's he's uh, watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, that was that guy. Anyway, I'm sorry. I knew I half recognized uh, the other player, Ty. Ty. Uh, it's Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Who I recall. That's from his a, name. A film. Yes. Hold on. That, he's a singer, man. Hold on. Yeah. His real name is Machine Gun Kelly. His real name is Colson Baker. That's how he's credited in the film. Richard. Richard Colson Baker. <laughs> but Machine Gun Kelly is a singer, man, and he uh, was in the film Beyond the Lights, oh. which I saw and enjoyed a couple years back. Uh, and he's kind of like a, a mean guy there. And in this one, he's kind of like a player with a secret past that's linked to Dave Franco's character. Hmm. I mean, his name's Kid Culprit, so he couldn't be that good of a guy. In Yeah. Oh, in yeah. Lights. It was it was playing on a similar idea as his singer pers- persona. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. okay. Except, okay. Uh, I'm going to just say more rapey. That's all I'm going to put there. Whoa. Yeah, he's not a good guy in that movie. That's crazy. And in this movie, makes you think he's not a good guy either. Mm-hmm. Well, until the end. Yeah. And then he's like, uh, I worked with you. I don't know. Yeah. Because the, their goals kind of all align yeah. at the end of the film. Yeah. Which is kind of, I mean, it just it felt silly, right? They become bit. prisoners of the game. I mean, it makes sense. Because then who is running nerves? Someone has to be running. Who started it? It's kind of a collective I want nerve thing, origins. right? I want nerve origins. Oh, to see where who, where this who came was the from? first programmer who started it? Because I think I think it's true that you know if it's if it's decentralized, if every user becomes a server and it becomes this like thing, mm-hmm. then I agree. I want to know who started it mm-hmm. because it's it's kind of this thing that keeps itself alive, right? Yeah. And we we well, obviously yeah, as soon see as the last watcher drops in this at the end over. of this film, it's over. Yeah, and I just. 
because we know that this this game plays on the the horribleness of people. Yes. Because in the last scene, I mean, we're going to go straight into spoilers. Mm-hmm. You know, we the the watchers are given decision uh, like, is Ty going to shoot uh, the main character V, v. Mm-hmm. and they all vote and they say yes. Yeah. And then they're and then they're just awestruck when he shoots her. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think was going to happen? Well, and then they, thanks to the hacking done by Tommy mm-hmm. and uh, his friend, who's from Orange Is the New Black, right? Yeah. I don't watch that show, but I was but excited to see her yeah, show good. up. Yeah, good. in a movie. Yep, good for her. Uh, they they do a little hack that somehow if you voted <laughs> yes on on Kill V, mm-hmm. it sends you a little message that says, "Hey, you're now an accessory to murder." Yep. And I was like, okay, that's a little I th- silly. I think that's a little silly. I think uh, it went to everybody, even the people who said even no. Even the people who said no? Yeah. Oh, because they were just watching anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. I can buy that. Yeah. Uh, that's a little better. Because otherwise, why would the people who said no sign off? Because it's done. Yeah. Because the game's over. Yeah. I do think it's like silly that they would think that, that Ty would be allowed still in that final round because mm-hmm. he apparently didn't make it. It was a wild card. I guess. I mean, I do kind of like that as an v, idea. V bailed. Why should she be allowed? Well, no, she got snitched. She was a snitcher. Yeah, but... Snitches get stitches. <laughs> That's what you say. And you become a prisoner of the game. Oh, my goodness. I just imagine, like, that night, there's just so many more people walking around with masks on. Mm-hmm. And the cops be like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, it's like it takes the best parts of the purge mm-hmm. and puts it in a digital way. Yeah. And makes it like a little fun and sexy. So digital sexy purge with neon lights? Yeah. I like yeah. how everyone had neon lights on their vehicles. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Even Hacker Boy had yeah. red neon lights in his car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to know, that's how you know you got other hackers. Oh. Uh, I kind of had a fun thought where I thought if this movie was five made five years ago, that would have been Michael Sarah. would have been Tommy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Michael Sarah can't even get his own roles anymore. Not anymore. That's a bummer. Miles Heiser comes in and snaps the roll. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. This movie had like a lot of twists and turns. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun movie. I'd like to see Nerve 2 yeah, it's right a wild away. Ride. I yeah. really want it to come out next Get year. On it. Just keep it cheap. Yeah. Keep it, you know, I mean, you don't have to bring back any of these people. I, Wait I don't, for Nerve 3 for that. I don't want to um, like steal your guys' thunder, but mm-hmm. I heard a fantastic idea that you and... Uh, friend of the show Matt Benson had yeah uh, when I came back into the theater and uh, what what was it uh, I it, I had pitched uh, make it international yeah go go straight away Nerve Two is in Tokyo yeah it shouldn't be in America and 100%. include and include a include I mean American players but yeah. also foreign players yeah and that's like a fun language barrier is part of the Dare Challenge yeah is that you know go to this place and you don't know how to get there mm-hmm. or like or you don't know how to like it, one you of don't the dares to, to interact with something yeah. or somebody mm-hmm. and you don't know their language yeah 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 I think that's a fun that's a fun Dare twist. Mm-hmm. Because I think, you know, when, whenever you get a movie like this, that gets a little lawless. Mm-hmm. Because the idea of this is that the, the, the game itself is not illegal, mm-hmm. but the actions that the players take as dares might be. Yeah. And there's a, there's a little montage where it shows players either getting ba- badly injured or mm-hmm. possibly arrested yeah. as part of their dares. Because we have the first player fail that we see, mm-hmm. and we see a montage of fails. Right. Fails and bails. Yeah, and we see the players. I, I kind of dug... The view over the city mm-hmm. and the line showing where the different players were. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was into that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I any, think... Any digital overlay over the real world oh, yeah. is... is And I like... I I love the visual style of the movie. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, kind of, for, kin- for all the kinetic, neon lights, kind of it yeah. was it was cool. Uh, and but I, what I want to say about the fail the fail and bail montage mm-hmm. is that some of those were I think actual real internet videos of people yeah. getting hurt, mm-hmm. and whether or not they asked permission to use them, uh, you might see actual people like getting hurt in yeah. this film, which is crazy to me. Right. Um, but the whole I mean. This whole thing, it's, you know, it's not entirely a new idea. Like I said at the top, it's basically the... Have you seen the game? Yeah. Okay. With... with uh, Michael Douglas. And Directed Sean by... Uh, God damn it. I just lost his name. I really like Very big director. When I first saw it. Very big director. Yeah. That I can't remember his name of right now. Might have been the same guy who did... Another big movie that I can't remember. David Fincher. Fincher! But I mean, I really like the game. For me, the end it. of the game is like kind of like whatever, but also kind of cool. Yeah, he and did. He did Fight Club. It's similar to Nerve. Oh yeah, there you go. Wow, connected. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely got that feel of you know here's yeah. something someone getting involved in something yeah. that they don't understand. Let's, hold on, but let's let's not say any spoilers about the game, listeners. If you haven't seen the game, yeah, go see the game. Go watch the game. Yeah, that is a good movie. But I mean, you know the premise of the game from like the title. Yeah, and from just it's but kind still of, it's such a good ride. No, I don't want to get too deep into it, but definitely it's yeah. it's the idea of someone getting involved in something that they don't fully understand, yep. and they think could be a fun yeah, thing, but maybe like it's not a, a fun spiritual thing. successor to the game. Yeah, except on a, from on, a, the on a massive scale. Yeah, that it's is, the game. Interesting. I never anonymous. thought about that. Like that is, anonymous, right. this idea of an internet hacker group that can take over your life, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean, uh, it, we had the other segment about Mr. Robot mm-hmm. where. It's that's more believable hacking, but this is on a crazy scale, right? Of you know your life if you put anything online, and then if enough people work towards it, they can yeah. control. No, you. I I was sitting next to you during that scene where she signed in, mm-hmm. and it showed the program visually, yeah, just pulling all of our information off the internet, uh-huh. and you were like, oh no, because <laughs> yeah. I think we both had that moment where we realized it is that easy, yeah. It is crazy how easy that is. Mm-hmm. And they, they find out everything they need to about these yeah, players. It's, it's, and this movie kind of uh, plays with the idea of celebrity, yeah. where um, Sydney wants to be this crazy big celebrity. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's so jealous of V, when her friend becomes, who's never wanted yeah. to you know, be in the spotlight. And now suddenly she is, like literally people are filming her on the street because she is an internet star. Right. An instant internet star. Yep. And it kind of plays with the idea of what is internet fame and what what do you owe the fans and what you know what can they find out about you and all these crazy ideas are kind of mixed into this this DNA of this movie, which in the end is just this kind of fun thriller. Yeah, and it's crazy that it's tackling these topics that is also was also discussed in Mr. Robot and kind of discussed in I mean that's the interesting thing about Jason Bourne is it's not outright discussed. Through their investigation and trying to find Jason Bourne, you realize how much the government has access to. Yeah. And how much they're watching everybody. Yeah. And how much they just don't care about normal people. I mean, at the end of the day, Jason Bourne is kind of a scary movie when you really think about yeah. it. Like, if you just ignore the fact that, you know, we're trying to, that we're rooting for Jason Bourne, the government is a scary entity doing a <laughs> lot of bad things. Yeah. And this is kind of all along the same idea, but instead of the government having that role, it's the anonymous internet. Yeah. And, and the, the kind of unseen entity online that we're kind of giving our all to. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that, that these three properties really look at that and, and talk about it in different ways. I mean, Mr. Robot is definitely the darkest way to look at that. 
Hold um, on, I'm just having a realization. What? The ending of Nerve doesn't make sense. Hold, hang on. Okay. Let me explain myself. Oh my goodness. All right, so this is, uh, if you didn't already realize, this is our total spoilers episode, so I'm mm-hmm. going to go really deep in here on the ending of Nerve. Let's do it. So uh, we had hashed out before the show started because uh, you were a little confused on the timeline of V calling her friend yes. to do the yes. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, And it made sense after you explained it to me. But now I'm realizing V did not know that the finale would involve shooting because nope. she talked to Sydney before she got the package, which was a gun. Yep. So how would she know to tell Ty to show up with a gun mm-hmm. and try and shoot? She probably figured that it was. I mean, I that's kinda, a big I assumption. Kinda, because there, because the finale be, that she knew about was hanging off of a rail. Mm-hmm. That was the finale she knew of. But if she saw him, well, it didn't show that exactly. It would make more sense if he did the hanging thing first, yeah. and then it showed her talking to her friends mm-hmm. after they watched him. Mm-hmm. Then it would make more sense. I feel like it's a little fuzzy now. Yeah, she would have no idea. That she would have no idea that it would be a gun thing. Like, she just knew. She didn't even know where she was going. How did she even know to tell him where to go? I mean, unless he he was, would just he, he would just, just be able to watch the feed. Yeah, and I know guess. Where it is. But he seemed like all he the got there real knew. fast. All the watchers knew where it was going to be. He got there pretty fast. I don't know. I think only the gun part doesn't make sense. Okay. I think him being able to get there would make sense. Okay. Because all the watchers knew. I mean, unless that was like, she figured that's the biggest implication. Mm-hmm. Is having someone murder someone else and then everyone, the watchers, are part of it? Yeah, because the game is incentivized, Nerve is incentivized to make people lose. Yeah. Because then they don't have to give any money. Yeah. And then they get to keep the prisoners and use them in the next game. Yeah. Because that's what they did. They kept the two guys who bailed well, they and didn't used them in the next game. Bail, they snitched. You keep the snitches. Oh, the snitches if you bail, become you're fine. prisoners. It's the snitches. If you yeah. try and tell the police, they will take you That's out. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's, that's why she immediately, she walked up to that car. All those watchers were watching. They started shouting snitch, and she was done. Yep. She was done. Mm-hmm. Like, super done. Yep. Yep. And it cut the part out from the trailer where he's like, don't do this. The, well, cop, it's, the cop says, don't do this. I feel like they tricked, they tricked us, mm-hmm. because I think Dave Franco says, don't do this. And they edit it in such a way where when the cop moves his mouth, you're hearing Dave Franco's character say, don't do this. What? Yeah. I think it I was a trick. I liked it better when the cop was saying, don't me do too. this. And I think they realized that in the trailer edit. Uh-huh. But in the real movie, they were like, oh, we don't have that footage. Huh. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do, but it's again, this is trailers being but, a little but, tricky. But I mean, it makes sense too, because he goes, well, is there a crime being committed? Exactly. Yeah. And he definitely day, doesn't seem interested, no. even though he clearly should know what nerve is and everything yeah. like he's seeing all of it happen right before his eyes well i mean it, it does have this interesting thing of like no only the people who know what nerve is know what nerve is because mm. even to get to it you have to know this weird url yeah like, it's not something you can just find well it was like n3rv3.tv yeah. or something yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't that it wasn't difficult. that crazy but they did have like a lot of extra letters after that which mm-hmm. i thought was maybe their own unique sign in or something yeah I don't know. that way if you just searched it you couldn't find it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, i don't know you're right it doesn't make sense i mean <laughs> okay it makes I, it I makes think, enough sense for this movie yeah. but it doesn't make complete sense if this was a jason Bourne movie we'd have more issues nah i think i'd have the same amount <laughs> i just feel like there's a different standard being applied to each Okay, this is just a maybe a little more. This is a silly movie. Yeah, it's pretty silly. Yeah, but we we enjoyed ourselves. Yeah, I did. It was a real good time. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Uh, 
yeah, it was crazy. It was silly. Uh, it plays with your, you know, expectations. Oh, what's, what's happening here? Yeah. What's happening there? Yeah, I like. I like. I didn't see the the turn coming where Ty was working with them. Didn't yeah, see no, that coming. I didn't, I didn't see that either. Uh, Franco definitely didn't see it coming. Yeah. Oh, did you catch James Franco's cameo? No. Right in the beginning when she's looking at her computer, she pulls up Huffington Post, scrolls down a bit, and he's in the image in the bottom right-hand oh, corner of the website. Oh, I didn't website. see that. Yeah. That's fine. And then she immediately covers it up with her other internet window. window. Yeah. But for just a second, there's James Franco. And I was that's like, oh, that's pretty great. That's fun. Well, that's Dave, Dave was like, I need to get my brother in <laughs> He doesn't act. He's just his picture. Yeah. yeah it's fun. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. It's probably enough to give him a check. Mm-hmm. It's his likeness. <laughs> Could we get James Franco in Nerve 2? Yes. Or could he, could he be the one who made Nerve? Oh, do you want Nerve 2 to be about how Nerve no, was created? No, definitely no. Nerve Origins is the fourth one, please. Fourth? Yes. So we have Tokyo next. Yeah. The third one is like, Benson pitched Detroit. I kind of like that. I don't want to go back to America. I almost... <laughs> no I one almost, wants to go back to America. I almost feel like... I understand why Tokyo would be fun because it's like this information hub and, you know, technology is oh, crazy yes. there. Yes. I almost feel like maybe Nerve... The fourth one, uh-huh. when we're talking about origins, uh-huh. it's it comes from Hong Kong. Nah, no, no, no. I and want it's this. It's this. Giant, only in America could someone come up with this insane. I think. I think this. I don't know. I don't think I don't Seattle know. was the first one either, because they keep referencing Seattle. Seattle had to have been like second or third. I feel like that's the hmm. thing. Nerve Origins goes before Seattle. Not way back, but, but we like, can't. Yeah, we can't go too far back because then we're out of. Well, no, it's not. It's not even like there's only a Nerve game every year. Mm-hmm. There's Nerve games all over, all the time. Yeah. Nerve Tokyo could take place at the same time as this first Nerve. And the end of the end of Nerve Tokyo is it being shut down and them not understanding why? Yeah. Because I'm the in, servers ready, got destroyed. I'm in, I'm in. Because they destroy Nerve. Like Nerve Two can't be after this. You're right. Oh shit! They destroy Nerve is gone. That's why Nerve the Three. Internet, the internet is, is all connected. It Nerve Three is rebuilding. Yeah. Okay, maybe Nerve Three is Origins, and then Nerve Four is rebuilding. Yeah. Okay. So, so Nerve Two would have to be in Tokyo. That's happening at the same time, or like a week but, earlier, like something like either the same time or right before. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they could find a oh, fun way could, to reference. It could even be like Seattle, Tokyo, then New York. Yeah. And it's like all in the same week. Yeah. Because that way. They're talking about Seattle in New York, and then in Tokyo they're talking about Yeah, because we're not quite sure how far before Seattle was. All that we know is that it was enough time that James Franco's life was destroyed. Didn't they say last year? No, they just talk about Seattle and that it happened. Mm -hmm. Huh. We're going to make this Nerve timeline. We're going to get all the Nerve sequels that we want. My goodness. I don't know why we do this. Let's start our Nerve empire. We just want... We know what people are looking for in uh-huh. a sequel. Yeah, we want to give it to them. It's surprisingly good. Nervous yeah, nervous surprisingly pretty good. good. I didn't. I didn't think it was. I thought it looked a little crazy, but I think it's it's uh, it's visual style definitely got mm-hmm. me, and it has really fun music. And yeah, I was really digging the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, surprisingly good movie. Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson, and I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost Ark. E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana Jones and the the Temple of Empire. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Jurassic Lost World. Saving Private Minority. The Terminal. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Ben View on Spielberg.
New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. So we have just given you some reviews, opinions, commentary. And spoilers. And spoilers on two films and a TV show season. Yeah, I think I think it'd be a good idea. Let's put a timestamp for the end of the show, like okay. right now, yeah. and be like, if you if you didn't see Jason Bourne, uh-huh. it's all right. If you like the Jason Bourne series, mm. of course, watch it. Sure, but you don't need to. Okay, there's no reason to rush. Mr. Robot, mm. 100% go watch it. Super I don't good. even I don't even care. Yeah, like steal it if you need to. <laughs> if you have Amazon Prime, go watch it there. Yeah. If uh, if you want to pay for like the Apple digital season or whatever. Mm. Go for it. It's a really yeah. good show. And if you're if you're like, ah, eh, but it's USA, it doesn't no, feel like it USA. Feels, it feels like it should be on AMC. It feels like it should be on like HBO. It is super high quality. Just go watch it. You know, just go do it. And the nerve, surprisingly great. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, good twists, good turns. Mm-hmm. Don't think too hard. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Like yeah. we don't get a lot of movies like this anymore. We're just it's a silly movie. Go and go have fun. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. And uh, next week, we have no idea what we're gonna do. Yeah, we're getting a weird, weird season. It's a weird time. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's I mean, just, I'm gonna continue not watching Suicide Squad. It's Squiz. the end. It's the end of the summer, right? Mm-hmm. And the pre-time before. It's right before the Oscars oh, that's go crazy. Why. We're not gonna start seeing Oscar bait until end of September. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, oh man. No wonder. I was wondering what the heck was Mid going on. Mid to end of September is because when we're going to start seeing the good stuff. Next week is like Ben-Hur. They've started pushing back. Here's the crazy thing. We were supposed to already have the founder by now. Right? The founder I got saw, pushed back so they could try to get Oscars. Because they, they knew that they couldn't get an Oscar if they released it right now. I was reminded about how bummed I was for that because I saw the poster for the founder mm. before I saw Nerve today. Mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, when did La La Land say it was coming out? Because we I saw that know. trailer today, and oh my god, that's from the Whiplash guy. Mm-hmm. It's got Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, and it looks just and it looks it, beautiful. It looks amazing. It looks, like it doesn't like it, he. It's look. It looks like he after he did Whiplash, he just went. Oh, I'm gonna have a fever dream on film. Do you want to know something crazy? What comes out the exact same day as Star Wars? Oh, two weeks before Christmas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know what I'm watching first. I'm watching them both. <laughs> I'm watching La La Land first. Oh, yeah, because Star Wars will be insane. I'm not going opening night. Well, I mean, this theater that we went to here is very tame. I'm going to uh, tell you right now. No, I'm going to do I'm gonna I, do, what I, I do 8 a.m. showings like for these big boys uh-huh. on their biggest screen, which is a big, uh-huh. and it's a good time because nobody's there. Are you, talking, are you talking about Friday mornings? Yes. Friday mornings are the best no matter which theater you go to. Well... Even well for Star Wars, not really. Like it's still going to be yeah, pretty huge. Yeah, it might be bad. That's I did it for Star Wars. I did it for Beavis Stoge, uh, rest in peace. And I did it. For <laughs> I don't know why I threw a rest in peace on Beavis Stoge, but I like it now. Beavis Stoge, R.I.P. Uh, I did it for great. something else. It's because it's because the character dies in that movie. It's because that movie died in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, you should tell the listeners, you will not be seeing Suicide Squad. I'm never going to... Well, no, okay. I wish I could say I'm never going to see Suicide Squad. You'll see Squish it is what I'm calling it. Suicide Squish. Suicide Squish. And here's the deal. I'm, I believe I've already made this clear, but Suicide Squad, because it is part of this line of DC films, mm-hmm. it is in within the same universe as, as Be- Be- Beavis, Doge, oh, and, and it. Oh, Man as someone who's seen it... It is 100% in line with those movies. <laughs> it references Beavis no, Stop it. Just stop it. Listen, I can't support it. I cannot knowingly 
go to a theater and mm-hmm. even even though that I have movie pass and it's not really my money I'm spending. Yeah. It's a whole situation where I don't want to support that film. And I cannot in good faith go and see that film and then do a bad review. Mm-hmm. Or, or or I mean I'd love to do a good review of Suicide Squiz. I would love to. Mm-hmm. But I've oh, it's not I think gonna I think we good. all want to uh, agree that we want films to be good. We yeah, we I'm want not, them to be great. I'm not going into this movie going do do I'm going to have a great day and hate this movie. No. Yeah. I don't want to hate this movie mm-hmm. because the only reason like I I was a DC person before these Marvel films yeah. were so good. Before they came out, just blew everybody away. Like, I love Batman. What I saw in Beavis, Josh Wilson, Batman. But, and but, if that's going to keep Batman, happening, you want to know the crazy I'm part? out. Batman was the best part about that movie. Of Beavis, Josh? I think, I think Ben Affleck was the... Yeah, him I, and Wonder Woman... I don't want to say anything was the best part, because I, I think, can't do that. But I think... I'm happy that Ben Affleck is directing I'm and, not, and sorry, doing no, his own Batman no, movie. No. I think Wonder Woman looks fantastic. Yeah, that, that's the next one I'm going to allow myself to see in theaters. Yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, because the trailer for that. As long as they keep, uh, what's her name, Patty Jenkins as the mm-hmm. director. Mm-hmm. If they pull a director swap, I I might drop because. Yeah, because I would, I think, I think the It's vision, supposedly all filmed, so I don't know, man. The vision they have for that movie looks so good. I was in a packed theater mm-hmm. to see Suicide, mm-hmm. Suicide Squad yesterday. Mm-hmm. Squiz, and please. Squiz, Suicide Squiz yesterday. And I was with five other people to see the movie. And the Wonder Woman trailer came and went, mm-hmm. and it, it had the part where the guitar comes up and the logo. I still haven't seen that trailer because I just you I don't. Oh, you I need to don't see, want to. You need to see that trailer. I don't want to. I know my you. Hopes I up. know you may not see the movie, uh-huh. possibly, but just please watch that trailer. I'm for probably going to see Wonder Woman in theaters, but that I don't want to get my hopes up. Right, I understand. I don't want to hurt. Dude, I'm right on that level with you. I wanted. I hope Especially it's not because bad. From things that I've heard, well, well documented from a film critic mm-hmm. that I very much respect and mm-hmm. follow on Twitter. Uh, Dave Gonzalez, he has documented all the parts in the various Suicide Squad trailers that are not in the film at all. Yeah. And I kind of think that's, if that's the bait and switch they're going to do with their trailers, mm-hmm. what am I doing? Yeah. But what am I doing these, getting excited over a trailer? You have to look at the marketing companies of like who's doing these trailers. I know. So, and also, the trailer we got or the movie that we got of mm-hmm. Suicide Squad mm-hmm. is not David Ayer's cut. I know. It is a different company that I know. That but he's standing it by it and he's saying that I'm well, not going to release my own cut because... Which sucks. I want to see his cut. Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm going to stand here before uh, God and Country and say I didn't totally hate Suicide Squiz. I, look, when I eventually see it by mm-hmm. literally stealing it from the internet, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably not going to hate it 100%. I'm not going to hate it as much as Beavis Doge. Yeah. I'm probably not going to hate it as much as Man of Steel. Yeah. But it's still not going to be something that I'll call good. Right. I agree. Like, I hear you. From every, I mean, and I'm not trying to go by reviews, mm-hmm. but I read some reviews just to get a baseline. Yeah. Just to be like, and from people I trust, not yep. like, people I'm not going to read everybody. Yeah. People who are usually in line with your opinion. Not even usually right? in line with me. People who, whose opinions I'll, even if I don't agree, I go, well, they're right. You know? That kind of thing. Um, and I, I'm going to do the, the most hated thing on podcasts. I'm going to talk about another podcast real quick. Sure. On Slash Film, uh, they, had, they had someone that they knew that gave a favorable review of mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. And they brought him on the show. Yeah. So that way they could get his opinion. Yeah. And his, he couldn't mount at a defense. Yeah. Like whenever people brought up anything, he was just like, yeah, I understand that you cared about those things and those things bothered you. They just didn't bother. I just... Like sometimes going, and I've said this before, going to the theater and just turning off your brain Mm -hmm. and just allowing images to come in and and entertain you for a little while, that's fine. 
And that's that was his biggest defense of the movie. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I totally do. Yeah, I just I I'll watch it eventually. I just don't I'm not gonna You don't want to support them. I don't want to support nor, them financially. You. you are because, making your right yeah. as a as as a uh, as a living in a democracy, mm-hmm. living in a in a in a nation that that has capitalism, you are doing the right thing. You are voting with your dollar. Yeah. And you're doing good for you. That's, I mean, I can't feel bad for people who go and spend money and, and then, then be upset. Be upset. It's their fault. Yeah. Because I, it had... It you're had, supporting the bad thing. It made $135 million this week. I think it made like 140 Yeah, it made Although a it did, crap ton of I money. I did read that it was a huge drop off from oh, Friday to Saturday. Huge. And I think by this huge next weekend, drop. it's going gonna, it's gonna to have that same yeah, drop. Yeah, I'm really interested to see... Uh, when we have our document next week yeah. to see what those number differences are. And for everyone saying that Rotten Tomatoes is biased against DC... No, they're not, because they're Warner owned Brothers, by... They're partially Warner Brothers owned by Warner and Brothers. Time Warner own like 30% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. So that You're goes against... You're upset about a website that's owned by the company that made the film. Yeah, and the way that Rotten Tomatoes works is that it aggregates both user reviews yeah. and um, critic reviews. It, it It is not a platform to which that website can make a statement. Yeah. It is literally taking other people's opinions and bringing them together and averaging mm-hmm. them. And then much like when Ghostbusters came out a couple of weeks ago, uh-huh. they had to turn off user audience reviews, reviews yeah. because people were giving it bad reviews and without I, seeing it. And I told you And that's what the they power of the there. people. Yes. Like, I don't know, to get real meta and like just try and draw a thread through all the things we talked about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it used to be in movies that what we feared was mm-hmm. the, you know, the corporation. We used to fear right. the company. We used to fear the man in a suit, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the the born villain. Right. And now it's come to the point where in Nerve, we must fear the audience. We, we must, must fear, fear the watcher. We, we must fear, fear the anonymous person online. Yeah. And they're the bad guy now. Yeah. Because they're the ones who were giving the bad reviews to Ghostbusters without even having seen it. They're the ones who are claiming that, you know, we're that Rotten Tomatoes is biased against Suicide Squad. Right. So it's everything's turned around on its head. It's crazy. And it's not better. No, not at all. It's not better. We're our, I mean, we we ha- we are and we always have been our own worst enemies. Mm-hmm. And that is that is so true in that case. Yeah. Because it literally said on Rotten Tomatoes, like, we turned off the user reviews because you guys can't be adults. Yeah. So I, I think Wonder Woman could be the first DC film that isn't reactionary. Which would be fantastic. Because I feel like Man of Steel wasn't, but mm-hmm. it was bad. And then yep. Beavis Doge was reactionary to it. Yes. And now Suicide Squad is reactionary to, to both Beavis that Doge. and to people reacting. Yep. It's everything's reacting to everything else. And why can't a director mm-hmm. make a film? Why can't a writer have a plot line why can't they they don't feel like they can anymore and instead they're just trying to pander and pare down and yep. you know throw one liners everywhere people happy instead of instead of making something good instead of having an artistic vision yeah because you got too many cooks yep and they're all just stirring all the pots and they're the kitchen of the, the spices and it's not working yep anyway i didn't mean to turn this into a whole big no this is good squiz rant but you know andrew you need to you need a place a safe place to vent <sighs> yeah that's what that's what i'm here for I wonder how soon Suicide Squiz will be online. That's pretty, all that I'm thinking pretty right now. Soon. I'm, I'm, I'm getting thinking ready. next week. I'm getting ready. Uh, it's going to be super quick. Because I'm not, I'm not going to be happy. Yeah. But I'm going to give it a, give it a try. I almost want to. I want you to tell me when you find it online, and I want to come over and watch it with you. No, that'll be three times. You're already going and seeing it twice. Hey, I have to support my friends. <sighs> If someone says to me, I want to see this movie, I know you like these movies, mm-hmm. I know you talk about these movies on the internet, mm-hmm. come watch it with me, 
then I'm going to support my yeah, that's friends. why I watched Pixels, so... Yes, I'm glad I avoided that. I dodged that ball. Well, see, too bad Pixels isn't part of the mass culture that you have to watch you know in I order saw, to continue as a human. I saw Beavis Doge three times. That's, uh, that's absurd. I know, because of my friends. Look, that's absurd. it just shows that I care about people more than that's I so care absurd. about them. That's so absurd. I'm sorry. I am a part of the problem. Let's give thanks to... <laughs> Whoever did our theme song. Sophomore Makeout? That's the name of the song. By... Oh, my God. What is his name? We say it every week. I know. But we got it from the YouTube Audio Library. What is his name? Uh, good Song People Maker. That's the name? Wait, you know what? That's no, exactly come on. What look it, it up. You've got it almost there. I can see you're pulling up a document so you can just get one of those. I want to give them credit. They're good people. Yeah, they are good people. They put their music on the YouTube audio library so that creators like us can use it for free. You want to know why we couldn't remember? Yeah, because... It was our silent partner. Yeah, they're our silent partner. <laughs> they keep real quiet. Yep. Uh, but really, what's their name? Silent partner. Yeah, I know that's what they are, but like, what's their name? Our silent partner. <laughs> All right, so I guess we, we'll never know. Yeah. That's fine. Their song is called Sophomore Makeout, and we got it from the YouTube audio library. YouTube.com slash audio library. I'm very thankful to our silent partner. Yeah. Very th- much thanks, silent partner. They, they like to be anonymous, much like the watchers. Yeah. Uh, we should also thank Justin Kizan. He's an artist and a writer. He did our logo, and you can find his writings at Agents of Guard. Uh, he just did some, some write-ups because uh, he was at Comic-Con with me. Oh, and, nice. Uh, I saw him once or twice. Cool. It's the way it goes. Yep. Uh, that was a wild ride. I can't, I'm still like, that was like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I can't even believe it. And Palm Springs is coming up. It's coming up. Uh, and then, and all the stuff in the fall. There's the Long Beach one. There's the, mm-hmm. all the other stuff coming up. Yep. Um, we should also thank uh, uh, Tom. Uh, if, he, if he was here, he'd give us some good reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a writer, and you can find all his writings at optograb.org and his short stories on Amazon and Smashwords. Maybe I should get Tom to review Suicide Squids next week. Sure. Oh, man. Enjoy that. Uh, and if you like podcasts, you check out the other podcasts I do, uh, one of which is Pick Your Path. It's a choose-your-adventure-style podcast uh, that uh, where you, the listener, get to make choices as you listen to an audio file, which is like an audiobook. Mm-hmm. Uh, just go find it online, benviewnetwork.com slash PYP. It's real good. Uh, check out all the other shows on the Benview Network. Jordan, what do you got? I stream over at twitch.tv backslash Gamersault Weekly. This Saturday, even though I didn't think it was going to happen, I am streaming No Man's Sky. It's coming out on PC. That's that one with the procedural generated or ma- math, math generated universes yeah. or something. Yep. And uh, I was seeing more and more of it and I was like, nah, you know what? I'm going to pass. And then I forgot I subscribed to a service called Gamefly and I got a notification online that said, hey, we're sending No Man's Sky to you. So that's what I'll be doing this weekend. I'll oh, I feel s- like the first hour that will be the patches. I heard yeah. there's a lot of patches. Well, see, the great thing is, is it comes out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I'm streaming on Saturday. Oh, there you go. You got time. Plenty of time. So I'm going to actually mess around with it a little bit ahead of time so it's not me being an idiot at the beginning of the game. Like, how do stick move? How do stick move? How does stick move? Yeah. And First uh, thing, you got to learn how to use your thumbs. Yeah. That's a real oh, tough that's, one. That's weird, because they detach. So I've got to, like, whenever I put them back on, i just got to be like, wait a minute. I usually put them on backwards. I know. When you, I was going to say, when you put them on backwards, that makes it more fun. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. You can thumb fight with yourself. And I'll be streaming, I think it's from like five, I think I'm doing four to six. I'm doing a later one. All right. And it should be a pretty great time. If you're interested in that game or you're interested in games in general, please come by to twitch.tv backslash Gamer Assault Weekly this Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're going to have a good time together. So I'll see you there. 
And remember to go to BenviewNetwork.com for all the other podcasts on the Benview Network. Uh, lots of good shows there. Uh, we're going to have some good content coming out of that upcoming Comic-Con Palm Springs. Oh, man. Uh, we're going to have a link in the description so you can get tickets to that. I'm excited to be on my first Megacast. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be there for that. Oh, my goodness. That'll be a good time. Uh, I, you know, there's just so many people coming to that. You'll, you, uh, I, I don't want to list them all here. Just It'll go be so much. Uh, when we get all that information, we'll have it up on bimpynetwork.com. Great. Uh, right. So check all that out. Uh, and uh, oh, my 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 email Twitter <laughs> email is podcaster Andrew. I'm at TrueValk. Uh, so go check us out there. And I guess what's your email number? My email. <laughs> what's, remember from there. Yeah. What's your info? Whoa. What's your what's stuff? Uh, until next week. I'm Andrew. And I'm Jordan. Remember, listeners, if a suited dude comes up to you and says, you may remember your past, but you don't remember all of it. Don't worry. You're just seeing your dead dad before you play a game and they take all your money from your bank account. Revving up the podcast. You can do it. There you go. I'm in. I'm in like a motorboat. I thought that's isn't that what we call motorboats now? Podcasts? Yeah, yeah. that's that's their special name. You're not supposed to tell the public that though. It's like a hush hush thing. Only podcasters know. Yeah. The what? It's a it's a hush hush podcaster lingo that you're not supposed to get out into the Oh sure yeah. yeah. What are you doing, bro? I'm sorry. This I'll cut off this. Okay, good. No, Andrew. Wait, I was just talking to the listener. How oh. are you a watcher or a player? I guess I'm both. Wait. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.